Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets. Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler. I am here with Terry P. Cox, MBA, and she is going to walk us through today how to navigate change and come out with you, the best life you can imagine. Terry is, I am going to read a little bit about her. Terry, oh, it says with passion and creativity, Terry Peacock has dedicated her life and career to challenging the status quo, connecting the golden dots to better solutions and transforming through change and lost. Well, gee, that just said it about better than I ever could. As an award-winning <laughs> consultant, strategist, author, and speaker, Terry's provided leadership and expertise for companies, professional women, those with cancer, and organizations supporting family caregivers across the country. Her projects have made a difference for millions, and she is not done yet. Terry wants to continue to make an impact through her work. She has written books. She has amazing programs and she has so much to teach us today. Terry, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm, I mean, I'm overwhelmed. I'm, I'm verklempt about that introduction. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You know, you talk about starting a next chapter of your life, right? A next phase of your life. But in order for us to understand how really um, uh, profound this, this phase is that you are in, I think people really need to understand a little bit of your background of how you've gotten from uh, where you where you started right until the moment that we're talking today. So can you give us a little bit of background into your story? Yeah, I'll give you a snapshot, short version. Um, well, first of all, I want to say I'm in this amazing new decade, and I mean I'm not going to say the exact number, but it's 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 major, okay. And in celebration of that, I've had a chance to be to look backward before going forward and looking on what I've gained and what and all the blessings I've had, but also how I've overcome so many, pro, as you said, profound challenges. Okay. So one of the first ones, and, and, and I'm, I want to say I'm all about making a difference. And I've been a change agent in so many ways. That's the role I've played. But I've learned these lessons about change and change that is important to be proactive about as well as change that you have to evolve through from loss and grief. So early on, okay, I was a great student. Uh, my parents were loving. They both worked. All was good. I, I was popular. I had social activities, um, good grades, everything. Um, it all sounds wonderful, except that I had a grandmother who lived with us on the first floor. And she was a bitter woman. And she felt upset. And she, she just really took it out on us because she lost her family during the war. And also, was she was sexist. She was racist. And she felt cursed because she had five daughters 
and no sons and took it out on us. Okay. This went on for years and we excused it because she was the matriarch. So I finally put my foot down and I said, I can't take it anymore. So in high school, I said to my parents, enough is enough. And then we did something about it. And, and we got her, my, my mother got together with her sisters. They, she moved and we took over the whole house and enjoyed our lives. And we had a normal life without all that negativity. And that's something that it, it, it affected my self-esteem. And I'm, I still have those issues because that plays in my head. But that taught me a lesson that you can't accept the status quo. You have to challenge it to do something better. Okay, lesson number one, and that was early on. But from there, okay, I had a self-designed major at the University of Pittsburgh. I, um, I started out as an English major. I love words, spoken and written. And I started as an English major, wasn't enough. Took journalism, wasn't enough. Okay, so then I took speech and rhetoric, wasn't enough. I wanted a full communications degree, but Pitt did not have a full program. So I had to, I what I did was I cross-registered. I, I talked to two professors, they guided me. I cross-registered and took courses, at media courses and more at Carnegie Tech, which is now Carnegie Mellon University. So I had a self-designed major. Okay, and I also did not expect my parents to pay for me, pay my way. So I, even though I got scholarships, I had four part-time jobs and one was at the Women's Center. This is before Google computers, okay? And I was the, four days a week, I answered the phone. And women in crisis, they were raped. They were evicted. They had legal problems. They were thrown out of their house by their husband. Their they had childcare issues, whatever they were. And I was the one, I was the front line. So I created a form and I got all their information down and I was calling around to social service agencies, United Way, free clinic, legal services, whatever I could find to help them. So I tracked all of those questions and I said, okay, what are the topics that people keep, women keep calling about? Where are they located? I, I tracked their demographics. And then it came to me, we need a resource directory for women in Pittsburgh. So I met and I minored in women's studies. So I met, that was my minor. And, and I met with the head of that program, plus the executive director of the Women's Center. And I, I talked to them. They loved the idea. We met with the dean of the College of Arts and Sciences and he loved it. And I got an independent study. And, I, and for three terms, I had 12 students. I managed the project. We got all the raw information together to create this resource directory. Then I, was, then I graduated. So I was hired by the University of Pittsburgh, given a full-time typist. I was a very slow typist on the IBM Selectra in those days. And, I, and we produced, and it was published by University of Pittsburgh, Help Yourself, a Women's People's Resource Directory for Pittsburgh, my first publication. It was sold in all the bookstores. And it also gave me the opportunity, I, because of, I, I handled all the PR, Pitt got a lot of coverage, so did I. So I was asked, to, um, to audition for a side gig, a radio, radio spot. Um, they had a half, uh, as two sister stations, AM and FM, um, had a half hour uh, public affairs slot and I auditioned. That became my first show and it was impact. And I got authors, I had, I had famous people, politicians, and the most profound interview and life-changing interview I had was with this guy who was an oil executive 
because he was the spokesman for um, the, the uh, oil company during the um, oil embargo of the mid 70s. I was expecting not to trust him, not to like him. So I did my homework and I gave him a really well-informed interview. And the guy was so impressed with me, Bill Cox. He invited me to um, in, in interview at his company and I didn't want to work for him. But I was hired, uh, my full-time job, I was hired as PR director for United Mental Health, the Mental Health Association for P Western Pennsylvania. I didn't want to work for him, but I recruited him to chair my media committee. And then he got on our board of directors and we worked on United Way campaigns with the Pirates and the Steelers in the 70s. And wow, someone in their 20s, that was like a heady experience. That was amazing. And he became my mentor and my best friend. And he was someone he observed in me. He said, you don't know how good you are. And part of it was because of those messages I got from my grandmother. But he encouraged me and he encouraged me so much that a little less than two years later, I applied for a job in Atlanta and I became the PR director for the Atlanta Merchandise Mart. And I still got in touch with him and got his advice all the time and everything. And that was talk about a crazy job. I was publicizing five markets every week. It was just and all the politics and also working with the governor's office. And I was a person, one person office with a landline and a typewriter. But somehow I did it and I learned so much. But then I, after about two years, a little less years, I was ready to move back to Pittsburgh and I got a, a, um, a marketing job that paid more. And I got my radio show back. And at that time, Bill was continuing to be my mentor. And then we had lunch together and we started to spend some time together and, it, and our relationship deepened. And then we started dating for about four or five months. And he called me and he said one day and sounded really upset. He said, what's wrong? Are you okay? He said, I've been transferred to Denver. Denver? I haven't even been to Chicago. You're moving to Denver? He goes, yeah. And I want you to come with me and I want to marry you. And that was the beginning of our amazing life together, our partnership in all things. And we were, we were trans, he was transferred. We lived in San Diego for a while. We married in Denver and then we transferred to San Diego. But then he left the oil industry and joined the pharmaceutical industry. And we moved to central Jersey. And I had already been, I'd been doing a lot of freelancing at that time and started taking courses toward an MBA. And so I, and we were both, for a while working in the city, in, in New York City and commuting. And um, so I started taking courses at NYU. And, but we had this amazing life, okay? We, <coughs> excuse me, asthma. We had this amazing life where we enjoyed, we worked hard, 20, almost 24 seven, but we also had these amazing vacations and weekend trips and we enjoyed the culture of, of the tri-state area. And it was just an amazing, an amazing journey. Okay. And then while I was in graduate school, I also did a, an internship for a pharmaceutical company. And while that was all going on, I had to start going back and forth to Pittsburgh to help my mom take care of my dad who had Alzheimer's. And so I rearranged my whole schedule to help her. And that went on for years. And then after my dad died, my mom developed congestive heart failure, and I was doing the same thing for her. And I had the health power of attorney for both of my parents. 
And then after, and this was going on. In the meantime, while this was going on, uh, Bill, Bill was supporting me in creating a communications consultancy, which I still have. And um, I was blessed to do a major project, which I'll talk about in a second. And it was about caregivers. And I, because of my personal experience, it really, I was blessed to be able to do that. But after my mother died, three months later, Bill was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And then he had some other complicating illnesses. And that was the beginning of, I mean, after, even, even caring for my parents and supporting them was a change. But then I didn't even have time to mourn. And then he was diagnosed. And he still kept going as long as he could, but he also had three mini strokes and he had dementia, he had COPD, it got complicated. So I had to be in maintenance mode, but I kept the clients happy. I always you know, gave more, I always showed up. I kept going, but I also kept going for him and I managed everything and I just kept going and it went on for 11 years and then he passed. And I have to say, okay, I went through the motions, but be, me being the rock and me being the tough woman who can carry everything, but I'm not made of granite. I learned that the hard way. I went to his funeral. We had a celebration of his life and I felt it didn't allow myself to really feel it. And I, then two weeks later, I was picking up client work and I was saying, I can, you know, I, Life as usual, I can still go forward. I can do this. I mean, here I am and I'm working on client, not even thinking and people aren't even, they're not, not even bringing it up, but I'm not even facing that fact of how much my life had changed until I went, I had to. And I went into this dark space and I think I mentioned this to you when we talked, when we first chatted. I went through suicide thoughts for a while, thinking of suicide because I thought the best of my life is over. How do I go forward from here? But my friends supported me. And then I gave myself time to let go and give myself quiet time. And I, I took up meditation, which I fortunately had learned while I was at Pitt. And I went inward. And I just had to let go of it all. And I had to breathe. And I think it may be breathing deeply for the first time in maybe 15 years or more. And focusing on me. And that's when I learned how to take one step forward and then the next step and then the next step. And listening to my intuitive wisdom, this wise inside energy inside of me, this knew me better than the outer me and told me, seek the resources you need, go online. But what about socializing? You know, life continues. How do you do this? So I gave myself time. But after a few months, I started joining meetup groups and I started going out dancing. Dancing is something I loved when I was in my 20s and I just kept going. And I'm still dancing, but I'm also building more client business 
And I started speaking and started connecting, also speaking with women's groups. There's a meetup group called After the Storm for midlife women who have gone through crisis and change, talking to them. Of course, then COVID happened and the, the in-person group meetings stopped for a while. And, and now I'm starting to do that again. But, but even with through COVID, because of all the lessons I learned about change, it was easier for me this time around, okay? And I learned, I learned, yes, did I, I, I was isolated. Yes, I had setbacks. Yes, I felt all the other things that everybody else is feeling, the anxiety and everything. And I had to give up and, and, and put some projects on hold and all kinds of other things. But I also was living in my, our big house in central Jersey, that I had for 34 years and I knew it was time to sell. And I took advantage of a very unusual hot seller's market and I got the price I wanted and then I moved. And now I'm in, in a great gated community for now, working out of my home, but I always worked out of my home. We had a virtual agency before they were known. <laughs> we were way ahead of our time um, and I'm still doing that. Uh, and I, we worked with we worked with um, partners who also were in the you know do, working the same way. But I learned that you have to embrace change, and the more you embrace it, and how you respond to it, makes all the difference. Resistance is ridiculous. I suffered unnecessarily, and I hope and pray that by sharing these kinds of experiences and wisdom messages, the golden nuggets of my experience, that I can help others, first of all, make decisions about designing their own life. If abuse is happening or they don't like their job, then make a shift, do something. Don't just feel bad about it, but act on it. But also, if, you've ha if you're suffering from horrible loss, and listen, I lost my parents. I lost my husband, my partner in all things, my protector. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm navigating without his guidance, but I'm doing it. And he's still with me. <laughs> I can hear him sometimes giving me advice. And, but also it's just what you learn from all of this takes you forward. If you do it right and embrace it, don't resist because I lost, I lost my brother even more recently. I don't have any siblings. He was my only sibling. But again, life goes forward and there's hope and there are dreams. And I've had a self-designed life and now I have a self-designed dream about the future and the next, this new decade of my life. I have a lot of living to do and also a lot of consulting to do and a lot of helping and serving and making a difference to do. <laughs> and that's what I'm all about. It keeps me young. And if I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I know I don't look it. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep on going. But I want to encourage others. That, and I hope I inspire others. Never give up hope and don't give up period, because what doesn't kill you 
transforms you. Never give up. Oh, excuse me. Again, asthma. Never give up. Wow. 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 Thank you, Terry Cox. This was absolutely amazing. You brought us so many beautiful golden nuggets today, which was from the very beginning of the conditioning and how to gain our confidence, even if we have been conditioned in a different way. You have brought us through an extraordinary life that then left you in a place of loss, tremendous, painful loss, and how you were able to still find the positive in that, overcome loss after loss after loss, and still say, never give up find the golden nuggets, and there are decisions that can be made along the way to design your life that you desire. Terry, how can we get into your world and how can we find you? Well, as I mentioned, I'm going through a new, a new chapter in my life and I'm reinventing myself. So I have a new website that is in the works, but it's not out there yet. It will be terrypeacocksmba.com. Until then, I can be reached on LinkedIn at Terry Peacock's MBA. That's that's that, and that's my profile. And also by email, and I'd love to hear from everybody. And it's T Cox at CoxComPartners.com. And that's C O X C O M M P T N R. Sorry, I'm so, sorry. I'll start again. It's T Cox at C O X C O M M P A R T N E R S dot com. Cox, and that's short for Cox Communica Cox Communications Partners LLC. And no, I cannot fix your cable service. <laughs> Oh, Terry Peacock's <laughs> revealing life's best kept secrets. Thank you so much for being here today, Terry. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. You always leave me so inspired. And I know that everyone listening today will be connected with you, get into your world and also feel inspired as I do. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. I did as well. Thank you everyone for listening today. And we will see you next time on Revealing Life's Best Kept Secrets with your host, me, Kate Butler. We'll see you next time, everyone. Thank Bye -bye. you so much for listening today. I would love to connect with you on social and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Kate Butler Books. If you're interested in accessing some life-changing tools and techniques, you can grab those right off of the homepage of my website for free, and that is katebutlerbooks.com. And you can always check back here to download new episodes from our podcast right here where you listen today. Until next time, thank you for making this world a better place just by being you.